Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome, everyone, to this lovely hour where we're going to be talking about the human energy system. My name is Marie Manucherry. We are live here in Seattle, and we have Eric in the studio for for just a little while because you're going on vacation. That's right. Two days. Two more days and you leave? That's right. Oh, my gosh. Two days and I'll be in Reykjavik. Reykjavik, which is... In Iceland. In Iceland. That's right. So you're going to Iceland, England... England, possibly Scotland. And possibly Scotland. See, the uh, Edinburgh Fridge, Fringe Festival, which I've always wanted to attend, is going on till the end of August. So I'm going to see if I can maybe just squeeze in for the last couple days. Of and that. what kind of festival is this? It's uh, like a music, comedy, arts festival. It's especially famous for the comedy. So. Lovely. Yeah. Well, Eric is leaving for this great deserved vacation. And he, if you could see him in the studio, he's beaming. I can tell him <laughs> you just can't wait to go on this amazing adventure that you're about to take. It should be good. Yeah, yeah. So we won't have him for a couple of weeks in the studio after today, so we're just going to utilize you as much as we can today. All right. Very good. I'll be answering the phones, too, so double duty. Yes. I want to thank everybody last night who came to the Wednesday night class at the Redmond um, Center Marriott. It's um, called Reaching Out to the Other Side. Had a wonderful class as usual. Thank you so much for the participants who come. The questions are so intriguing to me. My mind has to really work when people ask these incredibly in- innovative, interesting questions. And Gary Mance from the Gary Mance Show was there with the producer, his producer and partner, Susan. Suzanne, so that was wonderful to have them there. And I know they have a medium coming up on their show. Um, I believe she's called The Happy Medium. So you want to tune on to Gary's show on KKNW on Sundays because I could read her energy when I looked at their lineup and it looked really good. So I'm sure she'll be a Did great look medium. Happy? She looked she definitely looked happy. <laughs> Perfect. And she looked authentic and that she knew what she was doing. So I'm sure it's going to be a great show. I hope I have time to t- tune in as well. It's so. always nice when people live up to their name. Isn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about the human energy field. I always talk about energy medicine and the human body, but sometimes I think we kind of need a refresher course. So energy medicine is the general term used to describe a wide and ever-changing field um, about energy and light. It's something that healers have always known for years, and now medical science is beginning to understand, is that we are all beings of light, and it is our light that maintains our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Chakras are spinning energy centers located within the human body. They function as receivers and transmitters transmitters of life force energy. There are seven primary chakras aligned in the vertical column of the body from the pelvic floor to the crown of your head. And then there are thousands of more energetic centers that create this vast system um, that allows us to move towards wholeness and actually helps us to move into consciousness. And that was one of the questions last night about being a multisensory human being. You know, why are some people mediums and some people aren't? Why can some people see energy or feel it? And why, you know, why do some people not have that ability? And I really believe it's about self-awareness. The more self-aware you become, the more multisensory you also become. You can sense outside of yourself when you know yourself well. But a lot of people ignore their emotions or their feelings and don't really know what's going on inside of them. So they don't have the energy or the capacity to sense outside of their own self when they are lacking self-awareness. So that's what we're talking about today is energy medicine and the chakras and 
I'll go through the entire chakra system, but why don't we give out those phone numbers and and start taking some calls as well? Sounds like a good idea. You can call us toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. If you're in the Seattle or Bellevue areas, we'd love to hear from you at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373. Three seven three five five two seven. Great, great. So why don't we just start with a little bit of information about the first chakra. So you have seven primary chakras that line your body. They begin in the pelvic floor. So literally in the pelvic floor, that means right in between your legs, the vortex starts and it extends through the mid-thigh. The color of this chakra, because all of the primary chakras, the seven primary chakras have a color, and they also have an emotional component, and then they have a strong, strong anatomical position about your body and responsibility. So the first chakra is red in color, or at least that's what we hope it will be, and um, that's what it looks like in its highest frequency. It governs the hips all the way down to your toes, every bone, muscle, and tendon along the colon, the coccyx, and and the sciatic nerves. And its emotional component is about your first family. So that means how you felt growing up, your relationship to your parents, your siblings, the schools you went to, the homes you lived in. Did you feel nurtured, loved, and safe? And a lot of people think that the first chakra governs reproductive organs. That's not how I view it. So the reproductive organs, um, you erase when you think about the first chakra, even though they're right around the hip area, but truly it's the second chakra, the orange one that's right below the belly button. It's orange in color. It governs reproductive organs, the kidneys, adrenal glands, lower back, the bladder, um, the appendix, and part of the small intestinal tract. And the second chakra is all about passion, passion for what you do in this world, resources that you create, intimate partnership, close personal friends, and creativity. So I always call it the juicy chakra. And when I think of human beings, at least in Western culture, and also where Eric's heading off to uh, when he heads to England, um, we're not that great at moving our hips. So we tend to hold our energy in our body, contract what we're feeling and all of those things. And so that's an area where we all need to work. So the Brits and us, we all have that in common. Eric will be hanging out with them in a couple of weeks. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Tammy in Arlington, Washington. Great. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. Of course. What can I do for you today? Well, I've I've talked to you before. It was um, most recently about a month ago. Mm -hmm. I was um, trying to take responsibility in a relationship that I was having, and things deteriorated, um, and we separated. Okay. Just most recently. And I have been very um, heartbroken about this Mm -hmm. and just wanted some input from you on um, where maybe we would go from here. (laughs) Sure. And also, of course, um, through this, my my nervous system has really suffered. Right. Right. And I just wanted some input from you, too, on on that as to how best to help myself. Right. And I think that's very aware um, that you are, that your central nervous system has been triggered. And you're in a cellular reaction. You're doing a good job. You're trying to create as many coping mechanisms as possible that are positive so that your being doesn't go into freak out zone, you know, so that your central nervous system doesn't play havoc with you as if you've had 14 cups of coffee and no sleep. And, you know, because that's how your body has been feeling, but you're actually doing much better today, at least right. from my perception. So congratulations on that. And I'm sorry about the relationship breaking up. And so were you living together? 
Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We had them for the better part of a year, and right. he had just bought a house, and so we moved together to the house. And this was initially when I first called you, because instead of things leveling out and getting better, they seemed to intensify. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to really understand my your part my in it. role, yeah, right, yeah, which is so wonderful to have that awareness because anything that happens in our life is about us anyway, right? Right, and, and <laughs> well, it's true, and and it's never one person's fault. It takes two people to tango, it takes two people to have a great relationship, it takes two people to argue, you know, and, and it's not just about partnership, but even our relationship that we have with other family members. It takes two people to come together and to work it out and to also have self-awareness of when their buttons are pushed, when they need to do some inner work and look inside and not blame everything on the other person. And I think that's what you were doing. You know, that that's what I think you were doing. And you also noticed that there were some things that perhaps you weren't completely responsible for. And what I got when we first started talking on the phone is that you brought these things to his attention and he didn't like that. Is that true? That's very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. And so, and, oh, go ahead. Right. Well, and and he just, it just became um, a tug of war, really. Right. And I, um, well, he, he more or less insisted that I leave. I, I knew in my heart that it wasn't a good, healthy situation for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. any longer. Mm-hmm. But I... I also really do believe that he does care for me, and I just didn't know how we could rise above what was happening. Right, right. Well, he does care about you, and there's a lot of people we care about, but that doesn't necessarily mean that cohabitating together is a great idea. And, yeah. and and what I think is the challenging part is, you know, if you're going to take responsibility for the things that are bothering you and irritating you and, and learning your own coping mechanisms had a lot, a little bit to do with drama and kind of calming yourself down. And you've really been working on it. I mean, really, you get a gold star. Truly. Oh, well, well thank you. I, I really have been yeah. working hard. <laughs> yeah, you have. And so if, if in speaking your truth and wanting, you know, this conversation where he, also whatever's happening on his end, if he's not willing to participate in that, then that's probably not the best partnership energy you want to have anyway. You know, because we need to, each person needs to be able to come to the table and have an equal conversation about it and make adjustments to what they may need to may do for themselves as well. And he doesn't like being called to the mat, so to speak. You know, that's not his favorite thing. And, and so that's probably not why, you, you know, partnering with him would be a good idea. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Okay. You're very well, intuitive. Excellent. Oh, oh well, <laughs> it really... I mean, I, I just really got so exhausted that mm-hmm. I was really afraid I, I wasn't, you know, going to fall over and not get up one day. So, <laughs> And that's a sign, that's, too. You know, when you get physically exhausted, that's a sign that the energy isn't moving really well in the situation. What can mm-hmm. I do to increase my energy level? And sometimes leaving a relationship or leaving a job or moving to a new location or Eric's going to go on vacation, you know, all your energy uh-huh. can be fed into your body. And that's a sign that you're moving in a positive direction on the right track. He's a really nice guy. He's a good guy. And so what I want you to do is to appreciate yourself that you picked a good guy, you know, and that you had this year long or maybe year and a half, almost two year relationship and you got what you needed out of it. You learned a lot about yourself and what you would like to do next time when you partner with someone else so that you right. can, it can be more successful for both of you. 
So you've, you've, you've done exactly what you needed to do. You've done inner work. You've learned from it. You left, you know, well, it was kind of a, kind of a mutual agreement, a little bit of right. a shouting match regarding that, uh-huh. but, but you both are not living together. So the stagnant energy is released and now you have an opportunity to, when you're ready to repartner again with someone else. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. That's so helpful. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm grateful that it's that it's helpful. And so appreciate yourself. will help your cells calm down so that you okay. don't get so upset. Okay. 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 Right. okay. Take right. care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Let's head south to sunny California and great. talk to Kelly. Oh, great. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Um, well, I had a question along the topic today. Um, it has to do with my third eye. Okay. When it, for the past few years, whenever I put heat on it, not purposely, like opening the oven or in the shower, mm. it feels um, a little strange. And I wasn't sure if that was sinuses or if that was something about uh, my psychic ability or yeah. third eye. Yeah, it's about your intuition. So somehow heat for whatever reason goes straight to when it goes straight to your forehead it actually somehow triggers that beautiful chakra to open up which is kind of mm. interesting and you like warm weather so so that's a good thing you know that could be right so all of us have little situations you know whether it's a physical situation or um, a deja vu situation or we hear a song or uh, we meet a particular person and our third eye is activated. Many times when I work with people, that's one of the things I talk about is when they're on the table and we're having a private session, how many colors they can see, um, mm. how, how they have a lot of multisensory experiences just because of our interaction. So somehow the heat activates you, which could mean that maybe in previous lifetimes when you had a very active third eye or intuitive piece that um, that you were it was when you lived in hot climates, like maybe in the desert or whatnot. So I would um, imagine heat in that area when you're meditating. You, you know, you don't have to put a hot rag there or stand next to the oven, but perhaps imagine heat there like flames or warmth or, you know, something that you enjoy that's heat related. I think that'll help stimulate that chakra to open up because it somehow recognizes that. Great. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I've been. Wondering about that for quite some time, so and thank you. You're welcome. And actually, in this pregnancy, you're doing a great yeah. job. Is somehow this new child is um, opening up your is helping you to open up your third eye. So you may have noticed more of that heat sensitivity during the last nine eight months, however far along you are. And that's because your, your child's helping you with that. And that's good. Kids can do that. They, you know, when they come into a new place, um, they can bring resonance from the old place. So that's wonderful. Mm, awesome. Well, they definitely. Uh, bo- Pregnancy and my son River definitely bring me present, which is um, I'm often thinking ahead, and you know I'm, I'm constantly laughing with them, and um, oh, great. it's just so great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Children do that. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah. Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Alrighty. Bye bye. Okay, let's go to our next caller. We've got Geraldine on the line, calling from Everett. Hi, Geraldine. Hi, Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Um, for me, I, I, you touched on how I feel. You were talking about your discussion last night and people not, uh, some people are medium, some people are not. Right. And I've been studying uh, metaphysical and... All your life. <laughs> all my, yes, yeah. all, my young adult life, mm-hmm. yes. And, and, so 30-some years and... Um, 
and I'm taking classes, and I just, I'm, uh, everybody around me is making connections and doing things uh, in this class because it's an angel awareness type class. Nice. And nothing comes Happening. for me. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, I just would like to know what it is I can do yeah. to uh, uh, release myself from these blocks. Right. So, and I agree that you are very intuitive, by the way. I mean, there's ha- no, you know, hands down, you're a very intuitive person and you love the whole idea of mediumship. You feel very exactly. comfortable with the concept. Absolutely. So, so I wouldn't say fear of, of that because there's a lot of people who are afraid of the unknown when they haven't experienced something. It can be scary. And so they tend to hold themselves back. But there is a fear factor in it. If you were to become more intuitive, I think one of the things you know, or open up to your intuition, I think one of the things that would happen is that people would notice you more, recognize you more, seek you out more. Is that comfortable for you? Um, I don't know if it's uncomfortable. I guess I've gone through my life feeling invisible. Ah, well, and that's a that's a feeling that you already have about yourself. That's probably what you also somewhat send out or demonstrate in your energy field. And of course, you're not invisible. Sometimes we wish we could be, you know, but you're yeah. not. And and so that's really the block. You're afraid to be seen. And and right now, in choosing more of an intuitive path, that's a very popular experience. I mean, our medium, or our media, I mean, um, has many famous shows that are on about mediums. And, you know, my show and many other shows here in KKNW also have people who have multisensory talents, and it's very popular right now. So that could be something that freaks out your auric field. So I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a couple homework assignments for you. One is I think this idea about being invisible is something that you want to spend some time working on. You do know how to do inner work. You do know how to ask those hard questions. You know how to be with yourself and listen. So, uh-huh. so I know you can to, can do that on your own. That's something that I'm not worried about, of course. Um, what I would recommend is that you get happy about being intuitive. Think that you already are intuitive. Look in the okay. mirror and say, oh, my gosh, I am one of the most intuitive, clairvoyant, or whatever skills that you're wanting to have that I know. You know, I, I want you to start really owning it and getting excited about it because that's going to help the cells open up to, like, oh, she likes this. She's not terrified about it. It's not a bad thing. Let's just go ahead and have this experience. Okay. So that's your homework assignment. And then I would work on the invisibility because it isn't just about intuition. It's anything else in your life, too, where you could find yourself on some sort of stage. There's a preference to not go near it. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of things that we resist in life are part of our destiny because most people... Um, Everyone's empowered, right? And most people avoid the true things that help us to be empowered, our natural talents and gifts. We all have them. We all Uh are incredible beings of light. So a lot of times we'll have resistance towards our true path in life. It's very common. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I I like the idea of owning it and and all that. And celebrate it. And I guess I've never thought about that in this. I would say probably for about four or five months before I actually could see beings from the other side. Um, I could feel them, and I would uh, I, I just couldn't see them. I tried everything that I knew of, and then I just started talking to myself in a positive way that it was already happening and appreciating myself for having the ability. And then in a very short period of time, I could see them all, or all the people that I think I can see anyway that stand mm-hmm. around me. So that's your homework assignment. It, it works really well. You can work, do this in any area of your life. Um, okay. But this will work, um, of course, for you. you. You'll be happy with the results. You'll be satisfied. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Robin in Polsbo. Great. Hi, Robin. Hi, Marie. How are you? Well, 
doing pretty well. Good. <laughs> it's interesting to me, though, I, with the, you mentioning the word terrified. Yeah. The last caller, like, yeah. oh, shoot, <laughs> triggered me. Yes. Um, so what are you terrified about? Um, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I am obviously, like, holding back so much stuff, and mm-hmm. I've been crying a lot over mm-hmm. <laughs> The last like couple weeks or more, maybe, mm-hmm. um, um, with just feeling a lot of changes. I guess you know, energy change and uh, I'm wanting to do more and make some more progress in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So my the earliest memory is that you know, like a little two year old, has been always to um, want to run away and leave the village basically leave the hustle and bustle and go live in the woods you know um and you can always uh, take off and go walk a park that's that's you know that's a nice good and it's like a meditation walk and good so um yeah so one of the things that's happening robin is you are in a major grief cycle and it doesn't have to be that someone close to you has passed away you know i think that when people are making significant transition or transformation in their life, they go through major internal grief. And many times people have no clue what the grief is about. They just find themselves crying or sobbing or really, really sad. And they may have some ideas, but for the amount of grief that they're experiencing, it doesn't really measure up. And and so you are going through this, and I think you're going to continue going through it for another maybe two to three weeks. And you're right, astrologically, although I'm not an astrologer and I don't study it, I just have a lot of friends who, who do. Um, this is kind of an intense astrological period as well, which is kind of pushing a lot of grieving for individuals, um, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would allow yourself to have the experience. Keep a lot of tissue. If you need to have a private moment, maybe take a shower and cry in the shower or, you know, in the car, you know, in a parking lot or something if you need to have some private time. Yeah, it's funny how it'll just come up um, um, at moment. But um, I I guess um, it's not knowing. Right. for sure where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. And I right. think one of my guides or somebody mm-hmm. popped this song in my head, which it was um, during my meditation walk, and it was great. It was like, oh, what a perfect song for me, thanks, <laughs> of um, uh, just to to quit thinking about where you're going and how yes. you're going to get there, just, just paint your wagon and, and uh, sing the song. Um, and that, 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 uh, that is common to have someone drop a title or lyrics in a song that you're familiar with that brings peace to you. That's a a common way that sometimes, you know, beings from the other side go ahead and help us. Yeah, yeah. I would stay. I appreciated it, but I still want to know. All right, but but it's (laughs) not going to... Where am I going? How am I going to get there? (laughs) It's not going to help you to spend time thinking about that. What's most important, and this is true for everyone, regardless of what's going on in your life, whether things are going great or you're in a moment of grief relieving like Robin is, is to stay as present as possible, enjoy the moment, and don't get so caught up in the future about how things are going to happen. The universe actually works with us all the time to make things work out for us in the highest capacity better than we could possibly imagine and when we're planning and organizing and trying to get things to work out in a way that is most likely very limiting not in our highest good not in the massive wonderful surprises that can come to us from universal help you know beyond our wildest dreams so stay present allow yourself to grieve Go ahead and walk through that park and do your best to get out of the future. Think about the rocks you're looking at or the trees or how comfortable your shoes are and your flip-flops. But don't try to figure things out for the future. It's not going to help. Yeah. Okay? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, keep doing it. Yeah, keep Trusting doing it. It takes the practice. Of life at all. Yeah, well, it takes already practice. taking care of it. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you okay. so much for calling in. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. So today we're talking about the human energy system, and I talked about chakra one and two, and I'm going to give a brief talk about um, chakra three, because I'm stumbling on my words a little bit too. So the third chakra governs your immune system, the liver, pancreas, gallbladder, spleen, stomach, small intestinal tract, and emotionally it's about self-love. So it's about loving yourself. And the premise is the more love you have for your own being, the healthier your body will be. So if you have autoimmune problems or anything to do with the organs that I was talking about just a few moments ago, spend time looking in the mirror, telling yourself how wonderful you are, how much you love yourself, how grateful you are for the person that you are. Spend time appreciating you, and that will help your solar plexus enormously. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manucherry Show, and we will be right back. Do you sail blindly through life with no compass, stuck in dead-end jobs and failed relationships? Do you know deep in your heart that you have a purpose in this lifetime and should be living a happier, more fulfilling life? Ainsley McLeod is ready to walk you through the instruction based on his book, which is a simple step-by-step system for decoding your soul. He'll teach you how to live the life your soul intended and guide you to a greater sense of clarity, joy, and self-understanding all in a matter of nine spectacular days. Join author and psychic Ainsley McLeod and Hills of Africa Travel for Soul Safari in South Africa this October. You will experience the awesome energetic boost of the African bush, the exhilarating nature of game viewing, and the therapeutic leisure activities of one fabulous vacation. Only 32 lucky people will have access to this incredible life-changing journey. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Marie is excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. You'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. If you're in the Tacoma area and would like an energy healing, contact Mark Smith. Mark has been attuned as a Reiki master by none other than Marie Banucheri. He also works with reconnective energy and matrix energetics. If you would rather stay in the comfort of your own home or live outside the Tacoma area, Mark is able to do distant healings worldwide. Call 360-893-8991 or visit his website at healing-with-energy.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back. This is Marie Manucherry. We are live in sunny Seattle. Gorgeous sunny Seattle. I think it was like, well, what is the temp right now? Do you know, Eric? Uh, I think it's right around perfect degrees Fahrenheit. Woo-hoo! 
perfect degree square night. Yeah, that is really true. It's gorgeous. I'm not sure out what there. that is in Celsius, <laughs> but uh, you know. Yeah, it's just gorgeous, gorgeous outside. And so hopefully everyone here in Seattle is going to have a wonderful weekend. I know I will be working, of course, most of the weekend. Um, I mentor people here in Washington State. So this is my mentoring weekend. So I get to sit with wonderful people who are learning all about energy medicine. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Very good. Let's talk to Lori now calling from Auburn. Great. Hi, Lori. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am great. What can I do for you today? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for helping me and my husband through a really challenging time. I feel really blessed that we found you. Oh, it's my um, pleasure. I'm glad yes, I could help. You really did. Oh. And it was mainly an issue with my husband's business. I'm more of a support role to him. Um, and through this three-year period, it's been really challenging, but we feel like we've made it through. And now I'm kind of going, okay, what am I going to do now? Oh, well, congrats. What do I want to I just want to say first, congratulations on getting through everything. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for both of you, your whole family. That's quite an accomplishment. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. We are too. Yeah, we feel like, okay, the world's our oyster. We're just going to live it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So what do you want? I mean, when you think of you, which I'm, I'm proud of you for, you know, pulling yourself away from the family dynamics and having thoughts and appreciation of yourself, because it's really important. And women have definitely, you know, tend to have more of a challenge regarding that than men do, typically. I, so what do you want? What, well, your biggest you know, dream, your biggest dream, because you tend to, ho- you, yeah, you hold your dreams back from what I can see. I do. Mm-hmm. I tend to, you know, I love take, being with my kids and taking care of people. So, you know, <laughs> um, I had a former career for about 18 years uh-huh. and then I stopped about three years ago um, because I was feeling burned out and wanting to change my direction. And I kind of started that. I became a master gardener and oh, wow. started going to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying that. I'm just, I guess maybe I'm questioning if it's the right direction for me. Well, I think when you're questioning it, then the answer is yes. You know, there's something else that you want. Because when you're doing something that feeds a lot of passion in your life, you don't question it. You're just like, oh my gosh, now what? Now what am I going to do? What am I going to add to this? You know, you're just, you're you're kind of obsessed with it um, personally when when you do something that you really love. Have you thought about taking some coaching classes? Um. No. <laughs> okay. So that's what I think. I mean, and you can expand from that. You know, you can add other aspects into how you would help other people. You're very organized. You're direct. You're honest. You are very empathetic. You understand people. You like to help people. In fact, one of the things you like to watch is when someone succeeds. It's kind of the plants. You know, once they start mm-hmm. to grow and root, how mm-hmm. happy it makes you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because True. it's like they're settled and they're doing fine and the sunshine's coming on and, you know, you're, you're yeah. in a good space about it. I think that that's also the way you feel about human life. Yeah. And and so there's a part of you, like, as I talk about, you know, coaching, because I, I think mm-hmm. that would be a, a great new next area to, for you to l- investigate and to look into. Your body okay. gets nervous, though, because you're so afraid you're going to give bad advice and then people aren't going to get what they needed. I mean, there's this part right. where you're hard on yourself and you blame yourself. You know, you take on way too much responsibility. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> so before you enroll in the co- coaching class or as a sideline to taking this coaching class, that's the area I think would be most helpful to work on because okay. even I'm not a hundred percent accurate. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not always right. We're not mm-hmm. perfect. In fact, that's what makes us perfect is our imperfection. What right. all of us, what we can do is that we can be as, um, have as much integrity and as, be as 
as authentic as we can be, which is really an incredibly loving way to be with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's not about right or wrong. It's about mm-hmm. using your integrity, being as authentic as you can be. And you have a beautiful, authentic spirit. And I know you can help a lot of people, if indeed that's what you truly want to do. Mm-hmm. So I'd look All into right. that. Okay? Thank you. So <laughs> You're much. welcome. And congratulations again. I'm so glad it's been helpful. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's head down to Eugene, Oregon, and talk to Meredith. Hi, Meredith. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Good. What can I do for you today? Um, well, I have two little things. Um, I was wondering, I'm curious about what my chakras are doing and yeah. if anything stands out to you. Yeah. And then the other thing was about Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you saying once that you don't practice on family members. Yeah, I don't and do, yeah. Mm-hmm. My fam- Some of my family members want a treatment and I'm a little bit hesitant because... Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure why though. Okay. So, in, and this is just my own decision. You know, it's, I do work on my daughters, um, particularly when they want me to. And of course, if anyone in my family has a serious health issue or something challenging, of course, I'll work on them. The reason why I don't on a regular basis is because we're so emotionally connected. And uh-huh. I, f- I feel that I can't probably be the best practitioner for them because, you know, when I look at my beautiful daughters and I have my hands on them energetically, I can also see all the things that I did wrong, you know, or how, what I would assume is something that I wish I had done differently, which doesn't really help my energy system, you know, or I can see the challenges that are in their life. And it's just harder for me to be detached and give good advice and not get emotionally involved. So that's why I don't do it. Many people learn Reiki to just work on their family members, especially moms and younger children. And, and so it, it really depends on the reason why you wanted to have Reiki. But your family energy and dynamics is kind of whacked out in, in, in my pre- you know, perception. So I'd, uh-huh. kinda, I'd stay away. I just okay. don't think it would be a good idea for you. Maybe okay. cousins, great aunts, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> your family's pretty intense. And, uh-huh. I, and I just don't think it would be good for your energy. So that's what I'm recommending. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Okay. Well, you're very smart. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for calling. Oh, you wanted to have an energy reading, right? Um, Well, here's what I would do. I would definitely do some walking outside. It looks like you've got some stagnant energy that wants to clear. Like it's ready, it's pushing on your tissues, it wants to move out of your body. So I definitely do some walking outside, um, go swimming maybe even, just spend a lot of time with nature over the next three to four days, because your body wants to release quite a bit of stagnant energy, which is a great thing. Okay. Okay? All right, thank you. Okay, thanks for calling, and have a wonderful day in Eugene. Okay, you too. All righty, bye-bye. All right, let's go to Oak Harbor now and talk to Galadriel. Hi, Claudria. Hi, Marie. You know, you've helped me so much. I'm so glad. That's wonderful. I have been holding on to something that I rarely will talk about. I have a bladder infection at the moment, Mm -hmm. and and I think it has a lot to do with this problem. Mm -hmm. I was very abusive to my first child. I was a teen mom and had no idea how to mother. Mm-hmm. I'm estranged from him and, and have not seen him for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I cannot forgive myself. I play all of those horrendous tapes in mm-hmm. my head right. of my treatment of him. Right. I don't know how to let it go. Right. Well, first of all, bladder infections are about frustration. So, <laughs> you know, there's got to be some frustration about all of this. Okay. 
And and I think guilt is probably the most um, unhelpful human emotion on earth. I, I truly do. I think it doesn't help people to progress or move forward. I think it holds them in stagnation and all the things that they think they did wrong. And and I really believe after, you know, I, bl- I believe this before, of course, I've you know, touch thousands of people, but I really, really believe that everyone is doing the very best they can. They truly are, including you at that moment in time. You were, do- you were doing the very best you could at that moment of time. And people pick their parents. I mean, before people come here um, to have a life on earth, at least in my belief system, we pick who's going to be our parents. So we pretty much know what part of the world we're going to live in. And we pretty much know the dynamics. And there are particularly wonderful reasons why we pick our parents, <laughs> even when there's difficulties and challenges and a lot of just you know a lot of um malfunction if you will right yeah, within the family yeah right, right and and maybe one of the things your son wanted to learn was to be empowered and so during that time where you weren't allowing him to be empowered you know mm-hmm. or you were doing your best to force your will on him maybe yeah. maybe that's helped him now to learn how to be more powerful and to set boundaries and to listen to himself and so you know i would recommend maybe writing him a letter or sending him a card not a long you know, drawn out plan, just maybe a card saying, I'm wishing you a great day, you know, just something that's kind and sweet, but not a lot of drama or emotion in it. Right. And and, and if he responds, wonderful. If he doesn't respond, wonderful. Yeah. And, and see, I totally understand his desire to not have a relationship when he told me that. Mm-hmm. And, and the hardest part of that is to explain to other people that I understand that. Because people are like, well, you're still his mother. And I think that's very good of you and respectful. Not necessarily about continuing to blame yourself and that you're the, the, bad, the only bad person in the room. But, you know, the fact that you respect his decisions, you know, and I think that's what we can do as human beings is we can honor and respect people's choices and love each other regardless. Right. And And, that's what you're doing. And when he told me that, I actually felt proud of him. Good. That despite his upbringing, he was enough to protect himself when his feelings were, you know, messed with. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I'm proud of you. I think that's wonderful that you were able to do that and to love your son and see his independence. That's right. That's what parenting's all about. So, is he is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. From what I can see, I mean, he's still mad at you, <laughs> right? But he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so appreciate what who you are today, and that what whatever you were doing in the past was the best that you could do. Oh, okay? thank you for that. Because my daughter, who was my second child, who's almost 10 years younger, says, I don't understand who, I said, someone different raised him. Right, right. And I, but when I explain it to other people, I don't feel it in myself. Mm -hmm. Well, just go ahead and appreciate who you are and that you were doing the very best you could in your history. And thank you so much for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Before we go any further, I want to give out those phone numbers one more time so folks can call in because we still have a few minutes left in the show. Great. 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. That's toll free. Or if you're local here, we'd love to hear from you at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. And now let's go up to Vancouver, British Columbia and talk to Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Hello. 
Well, hang on. Okay. Now let's do it. Okay. Hi, Brianna. <laughs> Hi, Marie. Thank you so much for sharing your gift with all oh, of us. Oh, of course. It's my pleasure. What can I do for I'm, you today? Um, well, I'm hoping I can get some guidance. Sure. I have, I have um, well, my finances have tanked and my relationship um, uh, is non-existent. <laughs> so I, I just, I don't know where it is I'm blocked other than everywhere and thought you might shed some light. <laughs> Well, you know, one of the sweet things is when changes are happening, that doesn't mean that you're blocked. You know, um, what a lot of human beings forget is that change is not an option when it comes to evolution. It's a requirement. So so if, if you could possibly think that, wow, I could be in some really cool evolutionary process right now because I've got a lot of changes going on, right? Um, well, it seems like nothing is changing for me. Maybe I'm just not seeing it yet. Well, you said a relationship changed. Oh, is no, no, no. Nothing has happened oh, for about okay. for about probably seven years. Things just keep getting going down financially. So I'm sort of at the right. bottom. And I've just not even met anybody for about eight years. Okay. So money is actually, so nothing is, well, it is changing, but not in the direction that you want it to is what what's happening, That's correct? It. Right. That's it. Okay. All right, so what do you want? I know that sounds like a basic question, but most people do not know what they want. Um, I would like a, um, a thriving career where um, I'm satisfying customers. They love my work, and I'm getting paid well for it. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to live, well, I'm living in a beautiful area. I'd like to be able to afford to continue to live here, mm-hmm. and I'd like a, a life partner. Okay, so, and these are things that you've been wanting for a long time. Is that correct? Yeah. And and so do we need to have her move closer to the phone or I'm just, we have some static. Um, and These so international oh, phone calls can be a little oh, noisy okay. sometimes. So. Okay. All right. Right. So, well, all of those are great, but can you be more specific? You're like, well, you're already living where you want to live. So you already have what you want. So instead of worrying about it and, and trying to figure things out, how about just celebrating the fact that you already are living where you want to live? That's number one. And do you know what kind of career you want? Well, I've been doing graphic and web design, and I also uh, do feng shui. I, I really like doing all those things. Great. And so do, do you, you said like, but do you love it? Does it make you happy? Um, lots of times, not all the time. Right. Because here's what I'm picking up overall. It's hard for you to maintain your energy in a high-frequency, high-vibrational level. And so when you're not... A, allowing your energy to soar to a nice expansive place. It's very difficult to manifest and create. It's challenging. Everything that you think, feel, speak about, write about, dream about, pretend, visualize, is actually filling up in your auric field in terms of energy, subatomic particles, beautiful, um, gorgeous subatomic particles. And the universe has absolutely no option but to match your frequency. And, And in my opinion, you don't vibrate in a strong enough frequency to allow all of those things that you want to have come in. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Okay, so getting happy is going to be first and foremost, getting really, 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 really happy. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Like, do you know what it feels like I to be blessed? Okay. I, I get down, yeah. Right, okay. So one of my favorite exercises, it's called the 17 seconds. I'm actually borrowing it from Esther and Jerry Hicks. They write a I lot. I know of it, yeah. Good. Okay, so do you do it? 
No. Okay. So I learned about this exercise, I think, 10 years. I still do it every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. It's almost, it's almost like I don't even have to think about how many seconds I've been doing it. My body just knows to do this exercise when my vibration and my frequency are beginning to shift into a place where it may be more challenging for me to manifest what I truly desire. And so that's your homework assignment because you, you do, in a way, you know what you want. I mean, you, you would be okay to have what you're doing to continue to thrive and allow you to be successful, more successful. Um, but the truth is it's not, I don't think it's your true passion. It, maybe pieces of it are, but I don't think you've quite figured that out. And if you can be in a joyful place with the intention of discovering more about your passion, then you will perceive it. You'll understand it because passion is a very joyful experience. So staying in joy is your homework assignment. And and at least for a couple minutes a day, and I know that seems like, oh, well, that's not very long. 17 seconds of joy can seem like a really long time. Most human beings spend very little time in a happy place. So is that making sense? That's making perfect sense. Good. And, and of course, if you're happier, well, then money will come into your life because abundance and money, it, money is energy. And so when you have happy energy and high energy, you'll attract more wealth in your life as well. So go ahead and start working on that. And then maybe after you've done it for a few weeks, call back to the show and we can see how you're doing. And then maybe I can get some pictures of other things that you might be interested in. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day in Canada. Thank you. You All too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now let's uh, go a little closer to home here and head down to Gig Harbor to talk to Diana. Hi, Diana. How are you? I'm good, Marie. How are you? I am great. Thank you. Good. Well, I have, uh, I'm feeling kind of energy starting to shift. I've, uh, for the last few months, I've been really good at just Yay! kind of being in the moment, you know, getting over the, you know, shock of everything that transpired, but, you know, I... Uh, Talk about loving where I live every day. I thank God. And it wasn't that a good move. Oh my God! It was. It's so wonderful. That's obviously why that job came to me. Was right. Because so I never would have bought the house oh, if smart it didn't happen. Thinking. So I, smart I, thinking. I totally see that. That was what that was for. Mm-hmm. But you know, and it's been a, a beautiful summer, and I'm just kind of feeling now. I'm starting to sense that things are going to be shifting in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I want to know what, you know, what you pick up, what you yeah. see. Well, here's an interesting thing, Diana, because I actually know Diana. Um, you've seen me privately and have come to some classes. And so I actually know who you are. I don't always know who the callers are when they <laughs> call in. And one of the things I've seen for you for years is a partnership. But it, that hasn't happened, right? No, it hasn't. Right. So when I'm seeing something and it's not manifesting, it means that there's a core belief inside of you, your body that's in complete opposition of what you, what you think you want. Uh And and I know you want the partnership. Um, and so when you think about that, you know, you allow your intuition to sink inside of your body. What is, what do you think is the main thing that's holding you back? If you had to really look at it because it's, you're holding it back. The universe is not saying, oh, we have to wait till Diana's this age and Venus is retrograde and, you know, she moves out of gig harbors. It's not about that. You know, it's not about timing other than the timing would be when your energy matches the fact that you are going to allow yourself to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So what do you think it is? I don't know. Maybe wait. Well, I mean. That's that's a, a superficial thing. Beliefs right. are not about our physical characteristics necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly there could be some beliefs about the way we feel mm-hmm. about the way we look. But no, this is going to be something very deep. Like maybe you are afraid of losing love 
And so you, your being works extra hard to make sure that you never get in a relationship so that you don't ever lose love. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be something very deep, certainly not something that you think about every single day. It's going to be unconscious. Right. So, right. So what I would love for you to do is to spend some time after the airplane goes by, <laughs> spend some time actually in kind of a, a meditative place, allowing yourself to be free to know your deepest fear about not having a relationship or your deepest fear about having a relationship. I want you to sit down and meditate, ask your guides to come help you, right. you know, make a beautiful prayer so you can get down to those true core beliefs. And then once you feel like you have them and, and they should make you cry or feel right. very emotional, they'll be strong, then okay. start to make some mantras that are the complete opposite of that. Okay. Like, let's say that if indeed you are afraid of losing love, then right. a mantra would be, I am safe and secure in all of my loving relationships. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that's what I think. Okay. So that's what I think what's next, too. Really? Is there a relationship? Yeah, I think that this is, it's time to get out of this this area that you're stuck in because yeah. it takes a lot of your energy wanting to have this relationship, yeah. but then it's not happening. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's what I think is next. Okay. And what okay. about career stuff or do you yeah. get any hits about that? Um, so, well, I love that your energy is up and higher about it, quite frankly. I think that's oh, yeah. wonderful, right? You're, you feel much better about oh, it. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. So I would just go ahead and start sending out your resume, you know, pounding doors, doing whatever it is that you think that you want to do. Because I, I know one of the things you want to do is the intuition piece, but you're yes. also not really uh, allowing yourself to have that either. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, is that true? Well, yeah, I want to do my own thing. Right. You know, but I, you know, as far as getting clients and all of that. So what I, have you done to get clients? Yeah, well, right? no, not a lot. Exactly. Know, so, yeah. so, so, so these are some things I would, you could add, add that to your list as well. Why won't I, you know, you're a very productive, energized person who can get a lot d- done. Right. Why won't you do this for yourself? Right. So I think it's time to solve some core beliefs that are actually creating the life that you don't want. Right. So that's what's next. Okay. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much, and have a fantastic day. And keep I me love posted. you, sweetheart. I love you, too. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's move to Renton and talk to Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. What can I do for you today? Um, I wanted to ask you about Reiki healing. Yeah. Um, I'm in the health and fitness industry, and I feel that I'm an intuitive person, but I want to know more about the training and how long it takes. Sure. And if everybody has that ability to help heal people or yeah. just more information. What I a guess. great question. Well, Reiki is my favorite modality in the entire world, although I have not studied all modalities. Um, there are hundreds of modalities, and a modality is a way that a person can channel or move energy through their body and into someone else's body. So energy work, which is kind of the main term, and Reiki happens to be one of the most popular ones. In fact, if Mm -hmm. you Google Reiki, you get millions of hits on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Um, It was actually started in Japan, so it's a Japanese form of hands-on healing. The Yusui family is actually the traditional family that started Reiki. Dr. Yusui um, was on top of a mountain when he was given these entunements. That's what they call that in Reiki, where you get attunements so that you can learn learn symbols and use them when you work on someone's body. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it, what it does is it moves energy and all the energy modalities that I've looked at and studied, that's what they do. They move stagnant energy or energy that's blocked, like if someone has a, a poor knee. Yeah, and, yeah. Right? And so you place your hands there. Um, in fact, just laying hands on someone without even using a tool like a modality can actually get energy to move. And, and just wow. in our, our normal society, that's what we do. Someone's hurt and we put our hands on them or you know, mm-hmm. people have hands on their stomach when they have a stomach ache. Because mm-hmm. we, we have chakras in our hands. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and chakras receive and transmit energy. Um, wow. If you were to study Reiki traditionally through the Yusui um, family, um, it would probably take years. And it's a, mm-hmm. a very, um, it's a, a, an expensive transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, of course, it would be very thorough. And, mm-hmm. and you have tons of experience. And you would be taught by masters who've been working in the industry for a long time. Other people like myself teach different forms, not the Yusui method, although I do use traditional symbols like the Yusui mm-hmm. family. Um, I was taught by a woman named Lori Grant, and so I teach mm-hmm. the way she does. And so it's a weekend, actually, two and a half days, and oh. I attune people to the master level. And so oh. what, what I do with my classes, I just energetically ask those who are ready to, mm-hmm. you know, call and make appointments and sign up for the classes. And so mm-hmm. in, in a nutshell, that's kind of one way to describe Reiki. Is that helpful? Yeah, I would love to do that. I feel like, I mean, I'll walk into a room and people can feel my energy. I'm just, yeah. I just have a ton of you it. You have a ton of it, <laughs> and people, right. people just feed off of it, but it would be, you know, some of my clients, it's not about the food, obviously. It's not about the exercise. It's just so much pain that's absolutely I think I just see them suffering you sound like a great candidate for taking some sort of modality and studying it because you sense the energy you feel it and it would be fun to learn how to release it and to make sure that your body stays replenished because a lot of energy workers unfortunately don't feed their own body they tend to drain it and and that's something that you know is important to maintain is your own health and you know vitality especially when you're helping others to heal Right. And what's your website? Energyintuitive.com. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. That was a great question. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So so here we are on on the show, and we're actually coming down to the last couple of minutes on the show, or a minute. I think Eric's like pointing fingers at me. Yeah, one minute. One minute. So, <laughs> so. I want to I bring up um, some things that are coming up next week on the show. I'm doing something different. It's called Living Your Passion. So I'm having a panel of people to come on the show and talk about their careers. They love their careers. So we are going to have a therapist, Hal Abbott, and we're also going to have a chiropractor, Diane Hughes, and we're going to have a gallery owner, my dear friend, Andrea Frizen. So we will have these people in the studio and on the phone, and they will be talking about their amazing passionate careers. And then on um, September 3rd, we'll have Ansley McLeod, and he'll be talking about souls. And then on September 24th, we will have back in the studio, Dr. Sheila Denmick-Merritt. So thank you so much for listening to the show. As always, this is one of my deepest pleasures. You're all wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of your support. Have a fantastic day wherever you are. Enjoyful blessings. Bye-bye.